And uh, we, so uh, we don't, I don't know. Welcome to Dads Being Dads, episode 281. He's Randy. I'm Jason. You're, we're your hosts. And uh, we were off last week. I went to visit my parents. In amongst the COVID, I pulled up my roots, went and visited my family. So there. How'd it go? You sick? Get some. Um, no, I'm not sick. <laughs> but uh, it was sort of interesting how uh, <laughs> we did. I did get there, and uh, so I was visiting my siblings. And I think I've mentioned it on the show. I know I have. <clears throat> my once my my one sister is fighting um, cancer. I, I've kind of been asked not to talk too much about it, but since I've already said that much, anybody that listens knows this is happening. Net net, she's doing well, but still in treatment for chemotherapy so i'm not going to talk more about it but it was a bit like oh should i come should i not come what do we do what do we do okay we'll be careful we'll 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 stay outside they're going to stay in uh like separate lodging sort of camper while i'm in well depends somebody's gonna be in the house somebody's gonna be a camper be all sorted out uh that was out of the window before we even arrived my other sister showed up and um we had uh, just we, we had a good good visit so um yeah, I mean, yeah. I think a lot of people are, are still doing these sorts of things, like visiting, making expanded groups or making family their group, obviously. Mm-hmm. And in fact, there was a post on the uh, infamous Acton Parents channel, uh, the Facebook thing we always talk about. You disappeared. I don't know why. Um, don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> Here I am. <laughs> and if somebody said outright, they said, you know, we're looking for um, another family to sort of like. Oh, really? cohabitate with like other families and, and they started listing wait 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 was that one of your swinger boards no you no, sure no. like no. like regular stuff but the key there no was jokes, I, no they, they, they put some good uh <laughs> it's obvious yeah, I guess. they put some good thought into it you know they were basically saying we do these things we all work from home we really only go out to go grocery shopping yada, yada. you know so they're like this is how safe we are being if you're being similarly safe then maybe we can kind of form a little pod and just kind of stick together and not be too concerned. Because we have some families we hang out with, right? And it's a little bit funny because every, like I saw every once in a while, I'll see them sort of hanging out with somebody else. Yeah. Like, what's this all about? What are you doing? Yeah. And you're like, you're cheating on me? What's the... How do I know where you know that they know? Where where have they been? Where have you been? Where have they been? What's It is kind of like that. Like, And it's... <laughs> there's this combination of, well, who are they getting close to but also how frequently right because if it if it's some time passes well maybe they get sick and they know it and then no big deal because we can avoid them yeah if they're seeing everybody like every day just one after the other after the other after the other then it's a little you know well so this was like this was the biggest for me sort of intertwine of lives or or whatever you want to whatever analogy you want to use i basically broke them all right because my sister lives in maryland my other Mm -hmm. sister lives in uh, schenectady new york my parents live in the very rural new york Uh, but yeah if you all knew you were doing this right and you talk don't tell me that you didn't i'm just whatever it doesn't matter if you if you wanted to do something like this and everybody said hey we're gonna get together as a family on this trip, do this stuff. It'd be really terrible if we had to like sit at the dinner table wearing masks or just be outside the house. So can everybody just kind of quarantine themselves for 
you know, at least a week or so. Like, be super careful leading up to this trip, basically. Yeah. And- Wear your mask. Stay away from other people. <laughs> yeah. and try to avoid this. Yeah. Thing. It, just I mean, don't do any goofy stuff. Because then you get the one, you know, reject cousin that's like, I was at 17 bars yesterday. Right. And he still shows, it tells you that later. Right. <laughs> and then just screws everybody. Yeah. Yeah. That that was so my, I mean, my sister left Maryland a week before we saw them. So they basically quarantined for a week. I mean, yeah. it's, not, it's not enough, but, and uh, we, so uh, we don't, I don't know. We, we didn't do anything different, but I'm not going to say we were extra careful here. And then my sister, Meg, uh, sister, my other sister was there. Like, uh, 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 the, so both my sisters, I think with their families, but my brother-in-law, he works, he's just, you know, a police officer, well, he's a detective and, and, but so he's in, you know, they, distance as best they can but and he's not like out a beat cop or you know in with demonstrations but uh, whoa whoa what (laughs) no you're implying demonstrations are spreading no no i'm saying he wasn't he doesn't he wasn't out mingling with the general pop right he's not he's in his desk at at work right yeah okay but it's still like it's an open-ended it's open-ended it's not a close closed system here well, so we did. Oh, sure, but there's the, the risk of transmission. I'm yeah, I'm more yeah. and more convinced that <laughs> the the probability that you're going to get sick from someone else is it drops off dramatically mm-hmm. as soon as you go out. Like two things happen if you're outdoors and you're not like face to face speaking to this person, right? If you walk past someone that's sick outside, you're not going to get sick. Okay. I'm not a doctor, but this is this is what this is how like, the spread is happening indoors. Close proximity, close ventilation. People talking to each other. This is my hypothesis again. Yeah. I don't think the outdoor stuff is anywhere near the impact people would make it out to be. So we we went we did something relatively risky last weekend as well it, within the state we didn't leave the state we went on a little river rafting trip uh which you've seen the, the fun video about what do you keep doing what are you drinking and turning off your camera jason keeps turning off his camera i don't know why don't worry about and, it and <laughs> so we went on this river rafting trip and there was <laughs> there was <laughs> there was you are <laughs> what's the big deal just leave it on so I didn't know what to expect. We hadn't, I mean, I've done some whitewater rafting before, but this was a, this is the type of thing where they, they, they release water through a dam to generate electricity. It's a fascinating situation. I don't know how much you know about this, but. Yeah, actually that the lake that my parents on do this. Yeah. It's dammed so at one end. Yeah. It's dammed at one end and they, they release some for power. Um, yes. Well, hmm, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know what they do anymore. I don't think I don't know if it's a hydroelectric dam or what they do, or if they just do it for uh, sort of like to buffer the amount of water in the. I think it's in the Hudson upstream of the Hudson. I don't know. Don't quote me on any of this, and I'm not even sure they it's do it anymore. Stuff. But there's, yeah, it's super yeah, there's a whole big organization. There's all these things you can Since read. I don't know anything. Anyway, yeah. So, well, so they release water for a set period of time, and they do it to generate power during peak time in summer and this kind of stuff. Uh, but they also do it, they time it because people like to get in the river and boat down it when they release the water, which is kind of hilarious because they've they they've adjusted their timing to accommodate 
the fishermen who are there in the morning so they don't wash them out. Yep. And the, the people who want to float down the river during the day. Uh, and to For kind of address sport. the- Yeah. It, it's But here's the thing. There was nothing really sporty about any of this, right? So I, I thought whitewater rafting, you know, but this is, this was no, this was not like class three stuff. This was lower, the low end. We got there and there were, I mean, I want to say a thousand. There were hundreds of people there waiting for the water to arrive because we got there a little early and they, they, had, they hadn't released the dam yet. Mm-hmm. And these are, not a single person is wearing a mask <laughs> and they are, they're carrying around like pool floats, right? So really what, what this event is for these people in this area is a good afternoon, you know? They, they go out there with their truck tire inner tube. They got no paddles or anything. Yeah. And they got like a six pack in a, in a koozie that's floating on the water. Yeah. And they just, they just put it in the river and they go. Fun, fun. It is bananas. There's so many different pool floats. Like we saw a whole big pool floats with the center coolers. And again, no paddles. They're just at the will of the river. Uh, and it cracks me up because, you know, we came out there with like a variety of boats and stand up paddle boards and was sort of caught halfway in between these shenanigans. And I loved it. I mean, I thought that was that was the way to be. Let's just get on this river and relax. Right. But anyway, the point is we were in these crowds of people and it was a little bit uncomfortable. Like we were trying to wait for everybody else to leave before we went. But people were walking by and I would kind of like turn my back, you know, because <laughs> it's. Those are the things that feel real to me, right? If you're facing them when they walk by and you say, hey, and you say, hey, it's like all that stuff just right in their face. You turn your back, it feels a little rude, but literally you give yourself a few extra feet, give some space, you turn around. I feel like it's just such low risk. Because if any of those people were sick, like... but Okay, let me ask you this. <laughs> yeah. It's sort of interesting. We got we have a mail we're going to get to, but... <sighs> Is it low? Does it feel like low risk because everyone's behaving like it's low risk? No, that's you're just saying no. You didn't give me like a chance to ask. The I'm answering that question. question. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Go ahead. What's Good conversation. No, it's fine. No. No, it but feels, the, the opposite it, is, of course. Or does everybody just want it to be low risk? And it's actually not low risk. It's just that we're behaving like it's low risk because it's easier in that situation. That's what you want. I think I I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say those people. Oh jeez! Don't care. They want it. They want it to be fun, and they just don't even want to think about it. Who's those people? Wait, aren't you? Aren't you one of those people? Yeah, I was, but I didn't realize how crowded it was going to be. And I did have a mask around my neck for you know before we got in the water. Yeah. Um, Did you? So I, as a joke, I showed up at my parents right, and we were we were the last ones there because just the way the travel was. So that we got there midday. And uh, I came, went down to the water with my mask on and like dove into the water with the mask on. You know how hard it, it's impossible to breathe with the cloth, <laughs> with a cloth with, mask. With it soaked. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it just like glued to your face. And I, kinda, I was like. <laughs> that was a comment one of the parents made recently. I hope they're swimming with masks on. Oh, somebody said that? Yeah. Then, the, uh, then Oh, they're yeah. Dying. I don't think I relayed that to you. About, about the, it was about the lake we go to. Oh, yeah. Like, the lake was super crowded. It was on this board my wife was reading. The lake was super crowded with people. And she's like, I hope all the swimmers were wearing masks. You know, like, what? <laughs> you can't breathe through a wet piece of cloth <laughs> that is glued to your face. Oh, my god! I think that's how they torture people, isn't it? Isn't it? Uh, no? Something well, like that. I think they fill your, like, sinus cavities with water. Yeah. Water. You're talking about <laughs> yeah, waterboarding, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it feels like you're drowning. Yeah. Okay, good. Let's yeah. teach everybody that. It's amazing. So 
to me to me it felt frightening like these people are they don't care at all and it's freaking me out like any one of these people could be sick and i don't want to be close enough to them for it to matter but at the same time you know i'm i'm going through it in my head like how much how much exposure do i need to someone that's sick because if it was that rampant where if you walked outdoors within 5 feet of a person for a split second you were just instantly infected we would all be dead by now. Like, there's no way. And it just spread instantly. There's no way. There's no way. <laughs> it's got to be like subway cars. I got to bite my tongue, face, dude. I can't. I bars. Mean. I don't know either. I'm not a virologist. Let's move on to something else. What else we got? Well, we got the mail. We got. Well, we can't leave the subject without reading the mail. I, okay. I peeked ahead. So, hello, dads. Uh, the email is from Peter in Brooklyn. And he, he, and this the, the subject is a comment to Jason on episode 279. Uh <clears throat> so, hello, dads. Peter in Brooklyn here. Long time, no email, but that doesn't mean I still don't love listening to your show. I've just fallen behind as my podcast listening time has been curtailed by homeschooling and general COVID chaos. That was episode COVID chaos. Or did we have COVID chaos? We had a COVID cloud title. I don't know if we had COVID chaos. That's a good one. Um, I'm an episode and a half behind, possibly two and a half by the time you read this, but I wanted to comment on a conversation two of you were having halfway through episode 279. This was when Chris wrote in and kind of called me out, I I think me more than you, for sort of my attitude about some of the COVID stuff, as I've demonstrated in the last uh, 12 minutes of the show. First of all, in my opinion, Randy is correct that while there have been zero deaths of children in your state, this is very likely to direct result of how hard you shut things down early on. It's circular logic, a term I'm sure both of you understand, which I just did to you, to say that because you have had no death in your state, the direct result of shutting things down, you do not need to shut things down. Right. And yes, I agree. There is some of that. However, we'll get to that. Second, if you if we all had an ironclad guarantee that no children would die or even become sick in the slightest, who teaches your children? Who cleans your school? Who drives for school buses? Uh, adults. Adults. And if you school as adult, remotely typical, these adults are not the picture of perfect health. Well, I have it on good faith that the, what is it? The department chair of physical, physical education is none other than, <laughs> no, I'm not going <laughs> to. What? You're the, your brother's like the department chair of the. Oh, the, for your school, yes. Yeah, so true. all the teachers are the picture of perfect health. <laughs> yeah, no, he probably struggles with that. I, in uh, fact, I think he puts quite a lot of time in trying to get the teachers to do some of the programs. Uh, does it really good for him? Well, yeah. anyways, that, uh, it's a little joke. Third, well, none of us know the exact odds of death from COVID 1 and 248. Number you cite is for all cases of COVID. What are the odds for people in their 50s? What about the people in the 60s? What are the ages of the people who work in your children's school? I'm blessing plenty, plenty are in their 50s and 60s. Lastly, who did these children go home to? Are their parents all incredibly young, incredibly fit, and not worried in the slightest about becoming sick? While it may not be common in your town, many places children live with grandparents. There are a number that I know of. I know of at least two right off the top of my head, and I'm sure there's others. Bottom line, this is just a huge, he didn't say huge, it's capital, but it's spelled right, not like huge, uh, mess. Complicated and an endless number of ways I can't begin to wrap my head around. Even yeah. in states like New York and Massachusetts that have handled things extremely well for months now. I could go on for hours and hours, as I am doing right now. But that's all we'll say for now. Keep up the great podcasting. I'm thrilled that you're back to something more that I can do more I can do. Wait. I'm thrilled that you're back to something more I can do to a once a week schedule. Now, if you'll excuse me, I need to go teach my children how to ride a bike. Nice. Uh, balance bike. Start on my nice. mat. Yeah. Okay. 
again, like I, I, I get this. I understand that school opening schools is a big risk and that the kids, but like, why are we, we're, I, everyone, and, and, I, and I, I thank you again for writing in. I'm glad people are challenging me on this. I am listening, but I'm still like, the statistics are what they are. Why do we ignore the statistics in favor of like shutting down and turtling up? And like that, that part I don't understand. The average age, do you know what the average age of the deaths in Massachusetts was? 82. Yes. Well done. How did you know that? Did I tell you that? Probably many times, yeah. Okay, 82 years old. Do you know how many people under 50 died? No idea. Zero. you know how many people under 60 died? This is Massachusetts. 12. Right yeah, this is Massachusetts. 12 out of okay, 8,500. taking his email. I'm not done. Doing I'm not done. Exactly. I, I, will, I, will, I, will, I will come around, sort of. 62% or more than 62% of them were in assisted living facilities. So we're not doing a good job of this. You know, you know what state has a number one unemployment rate? Massachusetts. You know what number three is? New Jersey. Like these states that are supposedly doing all great with all this, they're not working. Nobody's working. We're just like living. This is going to come back on us, right? Oh, sure. So yeah. that's where I'm like, yes, I understand there's a risk. It's a calculated risk, but I think that it's important in when you weigh the alternative of never opening school again or taking a year off from school, we can't just do that. I'm not saying just open everything up because it's not real. I'm not a denier. I'm saying that we have to weigh this with the economy, with the other trade-offs, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's the difficult. Those are. I mean, you had a meeting tonight about this and it's going on right Very now. long. Yeah, it's probably still going on. I, I didn't um, join. I can't get into it anymore because it's driving me crazy. Like I get literally at angry at people you know what somebody somebody asked one of the questions was okay so to back it up give you the context this the superintendent and the prince and like all the school administration put on a couple of zoom calls one for k through six and then seven through twelve one of the questions was are you ready to resign when a kid gets sick with covid <laughs> like and he answered that bleeping question like i'm i'm like but i would like go, go, pound sand dude like that it's completely unexpected like unreasonable question to ask because someone's going to get it and that doesn't mean that they got it at the school. Like, what are we going to do? Just not educate anymore? Like, I, I don't understand what people are just, and you can't, you know how many double working parents? Talk to me about the grandparents. Yeah, I, Let I, me ask you how many people have two working parents. How do you have, so, how do those parents work? How do those kids? <laughs> so I, that, that's, mm, I mean, write all these emails back your to your camera and have I'm all ripping, like, I, I get animated about it. And I'm very glad that these people are writing in. And I'm glad that people are considering it because I, maybe I am a little bit too, like, freewheeling it with people's health. I, I, that's, I'm done. Well, go, you so go. my plan, and we had a lot of conversations this weekend about, you don't have to mute your camera. Just have a sip of beer or whatever you're drinking. I don't care. It's water. What do you mean? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> or are you doing something weird? What is it? <laughs> it's okay. So... Yeah, I don't even like that. It's disgusting. What mm. is that? Something super hoppy? Yep. <laughs> Gross. Poison. Um, I had this conversation a lot this weekend. And it, and it, I, my answer was kind of like, I'm going to, I am 97% sure I'm going to keep my kids out of school if possible for some amount of time. <sighs> so if there's a remote option, I'm going to take it. And I, here's the thing. It's not 100% because I'm panicked about what's going to happen to them. But it is a little bit selfish in the sense that, like, I want to keep them safe, keep us safe, keep yeah. our surroundings safe. But on the flip side, it's also because we're privileged enough that we could, that I could I could still work. My wife can, you know, we could manage school, remote school for a while uh, 
having them at home. And that would save some more space in the classroom. Right. So <laughs> there's a bunch <laughs> of kids that, like you said, are going to need to go back because of the two working parents, or the grandparents or their situation. They have IEPs. There's all the kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they're showing these diagrams of the school where it's like, here's the desks spaced six feet apart. Yeah. Just, just, I mean, it's like a prison, you know, <laughs> I mean, I guess they sit still in class anyway, but no, they don't. they're not going to, no, it's going to be, it did, <clears throat> they're not going to have recess, you know, all these things are going to be just difficult for the kids. Right. Uh, what are you freaking out about now? No, Which it's going to be, it's not, it's not possible. No. It's that, that's what to me is like, I, I can't, they're putting this out and it's going to fail and it's going to fail fast and it's going to fail in many ways. Someone's asking if, if they're going to suspend kids for not wearing a mask. The kid's going to immediately be like, oh, look, I'm suspended for, I'll, I'll be home for two weeks. See ya, you know? <laughs> and the other thing was like, what are you going to do? Like if a kid gets symptoms, if a kid, if a kid comes in contact with somebody else, they're gone, they're home for two weeks. What parent is right. going to be like, oh, yeah, I, I can't go to work for the next two weeks because so-and-so bumped into so-and-so and so-and-so might have it for two weeks. They're not going to say anything. They're going to send them to school. They're going to be taking chances because of these <clears throat> draconian measures. I, I, I don't know. To me, it's like you – Well, that's how it has been with the regular flu and other sicknesses, parents who send their kids to school. But yeah, this, what you're, I know. What you're not you're right. getting at here is in what the message to send to everyone really that may or may not be listening and likely is not is that – this isn't on the schools to solve. It really is a, a you got to throw out this rugged individualism nonsense that we're so hanging on to, you know, my freedoms and this stuff, and do this as a community, country type situation. Like we have to trust each other to go home and be safe and yeah, not do ridiculous things outside of the school so that we're not sending infected kids to school. It's as simple as that. And so the teachers aren't going home Going out to bars, talking loudly in each other's faces, going out of state, you know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But to me, it's more than. (sighs) Okay. So, I mean. That is the only answer. Like, no, I get what you're saying, but what I did last weekend was risky under that, under your definition right there, right? No, I don't know that it was. Well, I would. Because as you described, you know, you you went out of state, but you know where your family was. I mean, driving into the state is not a risk. No, no. Look at these other countries. Oh, like driving, do we have demonstrations of many other countries doing this? They've, they've, they've brought the curve down low enough where they're normal. Like I have lots of friends in other countries, and you look at their pictures, and everything is open yeah. again. Like they're doing regular yeah. stuff. I mean, I, I literally, was, like life is back to normal. Conference are call open, with Berlin are open. Today. Two people in the yeah. same room, and I was like, "Whoa, that's mind-boggling." And have any of them gotten sick yet? No, and they were like, no, I was. Just, I just traveled. They were in Berlin. She's like, oh, I went to France over the weekend, and I was in, and so and so's in Romania. And you're like, what? What? <laughs> okay. Yes, it's it's. This is nothing to do with like this this extreme transmission rate. It has more to do with just us being complete morons. How did the everyone else do this? But well, we're not though. I mean, we are. Who, who's the we? You keep saying this, but like you say, we. Uh, you're talking about Florida, California, Texas, like the I'm rest of the about country, the or? United States. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fine, but we're not here in Massachusetts, right? Right. So, okay. so Massachusetts has done well, and, and yes, if we can stick to this and we don't get nuts, yeah, and people abide by these sorts of. But the thing is, this is the trouble. Like, people have family in those other states. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. So the United yeah. States <laughs> is a special place in that regard, where yeah, uh, we have this. <laughs> 
easy access to lots of different, especially easy access to lots of different, um, let's say, family members of different mindsets, right? Yeah. How many among us have a family member that's like, this is dumb. It's all fake news, you know? <laughs> in I'm the closest one to that is in my family. <laughs> no, like my brother, he he uh, he has not really like gone out at all until yeah. this last week. And then he was like, I don't even think we should be here. He he was struggling with it a little bit. He felt we were being um, careless. And, I think that kind of yeah. thing is – but you need it for mental health stuff, right? And I think I still like – we've said this before. I still think preparing for it is possible to say – it takes a little more commitment to say we're going to go on this trip together. Let's protect ourselves before we go and reduce the risk. All you can do is just keep reducing yeah, the risk. Sure. If one of you stops in a rest area on the way there to get some, you know, bacon double cheeseburger or something and the <laughs> kid serving it to you is sick and you get sick on the way there, you're like, okay, maybe you shouldn't have gone into the truck stop. Like That's funny. That's a funny example that you use that. And I'm going to get a little, little trouble here, but like my wife was like, I really could go for some Starbucks. There's a Starbucks on the next. And they acted all annoyed. She's like, wow, what's wrong? I'm like, this to me is just an unnecessary risk. Like of all the things we need to stop for like a chai right now, like right to go into here to get a chai. Like this, this isn't necessary. Is, it is super strange to me. I mean, I will, I can't tell which side you're taking, but, I, but it is really strange to me when I see people, Going through drive-thrus. Like, they're, they're overflowing. The drive-thrus are overflowing. Where people are going into these stores, getting their coffee. They got their mask on, but now they've just got this cup in their hand with a straw in it that some <laughs> person just had their hands all over. They stick right in their mouth. Like, I, yeah, I, what are you doing? <laughs> makes well, they're, no not go, sense. they're not going inside. No, it's, it's a lot of them are going inside. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. all right, Dunkin' Donuts, coffee shop, whatever. My, my wife's a little bit of a, you know, Starbucks, not, 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 a t- not overboard, but, uh, so like early on, she's like, drove like 20 minutes to get Starbucks when everything was still closed, except for the Starbucks, it was 20 minutes away. And I was like, really? That's the risk you're taking. Then <laughs> she's like, what? All the things like, what? <laughs> and then, nah, I don't know. It's, it's just a funny thing that that's where I draw the line. It seems totally, totally arbitrary. And I know that objectively, but that's no, I'd be with you on that one. Cause it's, it's totally unnecessary. It's very, <laughs> Yeah. She can be mad at me about it. It's, it feels very frivolous, especially driving 20 yeah, minutes. frivolous is a good word to me. I'm like, it's just not, it's just like, just make a damn coffee. Well, and she deal? does a lot of times. Like, most <laughs> of the time, she, like, nine times out, maybe 19 times out of 20, she makes her own. But, um, yeah. So, anyways. Because there's a person that's exchanged, like, you're handing them money, they're handing stuff to other people. It's just back and forth all day long. And so, so back to like, I, I kind of want to wrap up the COVID because I'm kind of just yeah. like, but, Like, I get it. I'm not a denier. I know I kind of come off that way, but the reason is, and the other thing that you said about privilege was that you're privileged enough that you can do the education at home, right? If we plan to keep the schools closed, there are a lot of people that are in a lot worse shape than we are out here in, you know, bedroom communities in Massachusetts. You're talking about inner city stuff. Like, we have to figure out a way to get those kids back in school and back educated. And I'm talking about the minorities and the, you know, the less privileged, the the, the poverty, you know, those people, That the only thing they have going for them for a future is education. If we just shut it down, there's going to lose ties. And it's, to me, it's just just seems so backwards just be like we can't educate we cannot open the schools it's like the most important thing that we can do as a society for our kids is to give them an education and it's not behind a freaking laptop on a freaking zoom call so to me yes i don't know i feel pretty passionate about it 
<laughs> I, and I, you, if you haven't picked up, I mean, on I sort it. of agree with you, but yeah. I think the the answer to that isn't solve it with the schools. The answer to that is, yeah, well, somehow, somehow, let's know. get some leadership yeah. into this. And we, they flipped, which is amazing. Yeah. Our wonderful president is now standing <laughs> behind the podium but, saying, "Yeah, I know." This is very. You, you, I, 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 I'm not one a person that puts everything on the president, right? But this is one of these situations. Yeah. Though he's done a lot of damage. This is one of these situations where <laughs> leadership is key. And people yeah. don't really understand what that means. But having someone stand up in front of yeah. the nation and yeah. say, I need you to do this to keep us all safe, goes yeah. a heck of a long way. Especially when what they're actually doing or has been doing up until now is saying the exact opposite. I mean, I agree with you. I absolutely agree with you. Like the the perception of the leadership and the character of the person that you're getting the message from is very important. That's why I think in Massachusetts, you had Baker and who, who everyone mm-hmm. thinks he did a good job. I'm not sure. I mean, I did. I was all in his camp and we got to figure out how to get people back at work. So, uh, you know, I'm starting to be like, eh, same thing with Cuomo. Everybody loved him and thought he was great. You start to get to some of the rural communities. They're like, he's killing me because he's not letting me work. When there's when there's 700 cases of COVID and 10,000 square miles of, of you know, whatever. the Sarah, I'm trying to think. Adirondacks. It's like there's 700 cases within, you know, this giant park. Let me work. Let me open my shop. Like this is – so – I get what you're saying, and I think it's important. And the character of our leader, primary leader in the White House, is is a problem. So, that all that being said, I just I hope we can figure some way to get this back. Um, but I will say this: I will say this. All your like comments about homeschooling and stuff today. I was the first time I was like, you know what? Maybe we should because this 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 is just going to be a disaster. I think it's just going to be so distracting from the actual education process. Yeah. Then. Like, and, and here's the other thing, the opportunities that you have as, a, as when you're homeschool, like the, all this other stuff, like there's a Caribbean Island right now that's saying, come visit us. We'll give you a visa. So come live here for right. six months. Come like, we could do some very pretty cool stuff if we were just like, Hey, you want to work in the morning and then we'll, you know, ski all afternoon. Cause we have season tickets. So we'll watch you assuming that opens, but like, you know, we could do some pretty fun stuff as a family, which, you know, we wouldn't have the other opportunity to, or, or, you know, just homeschool or like, uh, home study stuff, you know, I don't know, 3d printing, whatever modeling you could, you could get into it. Cause there's a lot of wasted time in the schools, which the problem is the socialization. And the problem is some of that. My, my one daughter's starting to get a little crazy with, and that's where things. you make your little pods. Yeah. Yeah. I know. But then if that pod, that person's going to the school, I don't know. I, I I think we could get creative and do some like networks or neighborhood schools and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. I I just it, you know most of these neighborhoods and towns have one or two, two one or two teachers they could figure out. You know a couple moms moms I shouldn't say that but a couple parents who aren't working or who are like hey I'll take this year off I'll take a leave of absence or something from work and I'll figure out how to like do this little neighborhood school. We got twenty kids different ages but we can make it work. Yeah. That that's so some crazy I was stuff, reading but. somewhere that this is exactly kind of that's the kind of thing that the the less fortunate families are worried about is that the richer families are just going to kind of group together and hire a teacher you know mm. the but but on the Great. in the one hand it, but it's like <laughs> I was thinking about it like well why is that so bad because then the schools themselves would be less populated yeah and and available for the kids that yeah need it. Or, right? or even be like, 
I, this is a little weird, but like go back to the sort of one room schoolhouse idea, or maybe you take it, you know, these two neighborhoods, you take all the kids from these two neighborhoods and they have these three or four rooms assigned in one of the schools. And that's the only place they go. They go in there they learn, they have a handful of teachers that work them through Khan Academy or some other curriculum or whatever, but like there's 25 kids in these, these two classrooms now, and that's all they do. Right. So it's a lot more constrained and it's, and it's regional. I, I think there could have been some like, so what's funny about all this, and we're deep into this, we should yeah, talk no. about something else. <laughs> when this started, we, a lot of people talked, we talked, and I think we identified, I keep saying we, as in just the, the royal we, we identified it, the obvious ways to keep this under control. There's two things. The the distancing and the masking, like the, the personal protection that sort of helps keeps others safe, right? And then there's the testing and the tracing sort of lumped together. Mm-hmm. We've abandoned, I mean, we've barely even started to turn over the first one, you know, with people stomping around saying, tearing apart stores because their rights are being infringed. Like, this is absurd. Why is this happening? The second one, we've just completely forgotten about. Yeah. We don't, we're not even considering tracing being an option anymore because it just, it just got flushed in our, in our testing capacity. Maybe it's good. Maybe it's not, but maybe it's not in the right places. But the tracing thing could be absolutely huge if we did it right and we did it quickly with smartphones, with Bluetooth, with all that anonymized stuff, right? And everyone was just like, you know what? This is the way to do it. If we want things to get back to normal, we need to know where this thing is and we need to know it immediately because then we can quarantine that person and shut it down. Yeah. And this is exactly what South Korea has done, what other countries have done. And they're in great shape. And it's like, why can't we just look at what they've done and take those lessons? Because we're, we're idiots. We're so conceited. It's just like, no, no, it's not the American way. We're just going to do whatever the heck we want. And it's going to somehow miraculously, it's not going to miraculously work. It's not the way this goes. Yeah. yeah. They got a vaccine. <laughs> that's what, that's literally what's going to happen. That is our best hope. Though, I mean, they had, they did have a test that was pretty successful in the uh, UK over the last week. I mean, so. it's just like all our bonkers movies, right? It's yeah. just it's all these weird, stupid, act- unnecessary action sequences. And then all of a sudden someone swoops in and saves the day at the very end. And that's what we're waiting for. Ex machina. Isn't that what that's called? We're, just, we're all just doing our own thing until there's a vaccine. And then we're just going to be angry that they're not developed. They're not producing it fast enough. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Ex Machina is the uh, the god from the machine, a person or thing that appears or is introduced into a situation suddenly and unexpectedly and provides an artificial or contrived solution to an apparently insoluble difficulty. Oh, deuce, 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 how do you pronounce that? It's Latin. Dos? Dos, deuce, D-E-U-S, Ex Machina. Deus. Deus, Deus, yes. Deus Ex Machina. Deus Ex Machina. Yeah, the uh, Ex Machina movie was weird. Did you ever watch that one? I yeah. don't know. Yeah, it's weird. Um. Okay, so whew, that was uh, exciting. Let's uh, see where that tracing app is. Contact. Yeah, tracing, tracing app. Google. Yeah, you know, again, we're – and I don't want to I don't want to say this in a mean way or a um, way that is sort of – privileged or uh, elitist sounding or arrogant, but 
while visiting my parents, we went for a hike and uh, we went when did I was already 40 miles west of Albany's. We're in the Catskills or the Adirondacks, sorry, not the Catskills, Adirondacks out in the woods. And we drove from there an hour more to go for a hike, 45 minutes more to go for a hike. You know, very rural. There was a lot of very prominent Trump supporters with their Confederate flags on their front lawns and stuff like that. So there's a lot of this this great country that uh, um, feels very very differently. Or and I, and this this is where I, I I have to keep myself not I have to be careful not to talk down to those people. Um, but it's 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 tricky, right? Because I probably have more education. I probably have more experience with dealing with different groups of people, minority groups, other groups, diversity. I'm, I have a more diverse life experience. Let me put it that way. And so it's uh, it, it's an interesting thing. So we're we're gonna, we're in for some interesting times ahead. I think I don't think things are gonna like smooth out anytime soon. That's it. Um, well, all we need is those. Well, that's not true. See, it's not just about what those people vote the way they vote. It's it's their behavior that matters. And yeah, getting them. Yeah. And unfortunately, this is what it boils down to is like some people just do not care about anyone else. And, and it, it's worse yeah. than that. Not only do they not care about anyone else, but if you ask them to care about other people, they'll they'll double down and do damage on purpose. Like, how dare you? I mean, yeah. think of the examples, right? Um, not to make this about motor coaches, but it's the first one that popped into my head. <laughs> How dare you tell me that my diesel truck is destroying the environment? You and your little Wiener Prius mobile. I'm going to now change the truck so that it can spew black smoke into the Sweet. air at the push of a button. Have we talked about coal rolling on the show before? <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, how absurd. How yeah. childish. Petty. Right. It's not even just petty. It is. This is how a three-year-old thinks. Well, it's, it's like it's it's uh, it's calculated too, which makes it yes yeah. sociopathic. And, you know, and there's whole like yeah, a little bit sociopathic. Yeah. And there could be whole subcultures about the whole thing. People that have th- thriving businesses <laughs> on this. I'm not even joking. You go Google it now. Like, there's probably whole storefronts with these accessories. All, to be, like, I'm pretty sure it's illegal everywhere. I don't think you like storefront. Like, well, where are they selling? Uh, no, it's like homegrown, like bolt no. on. No, it's not like you buy a coal rolling kit. Let me look. Yeah, you totally can. Coal it's just, kinda, it's just like don't kit. do this with oh, it. And it's I was like, wrong. Diesel coal rolling kit. Sure yeah, enough. Of course you can. Oh, yeah. JBTools.com. All no, they have no, to no, do no, is no, write no, something I, on it that says like you can't install sh- this. Strike that because that, that, that is just an advertisement for a gas <laughs> gas tank. It wasn't – they JBTools.com is not selling that. I don't want to like hear, <laughs> hear bad, bad things about it. That was just the first ad. Oh gosh. So there's things like that. Uh oh, God. that just are absurd to me. Why would when you ask someone to do something for someone else for society in general, yeah. would they would they double down and, and make it worse? There's nothing wrong with rolling coal. Oh my gosh. That's from Vice.com. I will speak ill of Vice.com. They are not a very good news. <laughs> How can I tra- make my truck blow oh gosh? Smoke without adding mods. You won't make any friends and you won't impress the ladies either. All right. The first comment was good. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway. But to, to, to a little bit of your point, I'm going to take a little bit of uh, pushback. Where I was, like these people, it's not that they don't care. Well, I mean, maybe it is that they don't care about other people. It's like they don't 
want to be around other people. They are out in the boondocks. They are out there. Like they, there is a mile between each house out there. Right. So it's far away. Yeah. Why they have to advertise on their house that nobody ever sees that they support the Confederate flag and who the president. I, that's a little like, okay. Yeah. Like you don't want to interact with people. Fine. Go move. Do what you want to do. But why are you putting all these stupid flags up? Right. You, you do have a message to send to some people. So I, it, it's a little backwards, I realize. Um, Speaking of that, there yeah. was some a number of really good – I can't you – know, I'll have to find the links again. But there were some NPR podcasts specifically about the Confederate flag. Hmm. And they were really interesting. Like some of the history stuff they dug into, uh, if I'm remembering this correctly, like Alabama. Alabama's state flag oh, no. had the Confederate flag in it. Yeah. Uh, and it, and the, here's the thing, like that I didn't even know, like that flag, the the, the Dixie, whatever you call it, the the cross with the stars in it, that's like the Confederate battle flag, and it was really only around for a handful the of war? years. Yeah, for the war. Oh, really? And so that I'm was in the that. Mississippi state flag, <laughs> and the whole school, like uh, Old Miss, you know, the Alabama famous, yeah. like that was. This is one of these things where you'd be all freaked out because – and the story – this on NPR, the story they were telling was about a – let's see. Long story short, oh, yeah, cheerleaders the flag back. of Mississippi through 2020 yeah. has – in, in the top right – from 1894 to 2020 has yeah. – yeah. the top right-hand corner is the Confederate flag. Whoa. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the way it sort of started out was like this – at Ole Miss, the the at their football games, like the students, the cheerleaders, all this stuff, they're all waving around the Confederate flag, like the whole school is, big thing, <laughs> really just everywhere, million, you know, tons of them, yeah, yeah. huge thing. Uh, well, this black guy got involved with the cheerleading squad through his wasn't his girlfriend, whatever I, I forget, but helping her and they didn't take her for some reason but they took him even though he wasn't really a cheerleader so he had to go do the and then he did this interview and they asked him like are you gonna hold up the confederate flag like during your cheers and stuff like they all do yeah and he he's like i hadn't thought about it until then but i was like no of course not right and then you know it all blew up and there were riots and come on yeah crazy story crazy crazy turn of events Huh. And it's such an interesting listen because it's just this whole history of there's some bonkers stuff going on. In yeah. And, and this isn't even that long ago. What do you, I was, mean, what, what do you mean? It's still the Mississippi state flag. Not that long ago. It's current. No, there's I know. A, there's this, a proposal the event, now, the right? The event in, that happened the, with this guy. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So that's the Alabama flag, but Ole Miss itself has banned the Confederate flag. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as of. I forget when, but that also was not that long ago. I think that was like well, late 90s. NASCAR did what? Two weeks? Th- well, three weeks, four weeks ago, yeah. a month ago? Like, <laughs> right. so. It's amazing. And and then, <sighs> you know, what happens is people get angry. People pop out of the woodwork being like, this is part of my heritage. You know, how dare you? And and they make it very clear very quickly that it's just, they're just purely racist. Like just, they knew exactly yeah. why they're. I mean, they knew I, exactly why they loved that flag so much, and they tell you. And it's so strange to me that they just come right out with it. I don't get it. I don't understand the. Th- I don't understand why you would want. The- I I can't get my hand or head around it. I, and I, I like to understand. I like to, I like to be the devil's advocate. And I like to understand why people believe certain things. But like, 
why would you want to fly the Confederate flag? I cannot. For, I cannot. I just told you why. Well, I can't. Yes, but it's like people. Mm, I give people too much credit. Maybe I don't know. It's just like, yeah. Do they really no, feel like? So. How do they justify it? Uh, I don't know. Well, we're going to be speculating here, but I, I guess the, the key point is you can give people too much credit. <laughs> There's there, but these are like good people. Like mm, this I, is the I, thing. Actually, dude, I can't. I'm trying to. I'm trying to come slope. up with somebody that I know flies a Confederate flag. Or oh, would, there I, are I, so I many good people, though. There are so many like sweet talking, sound nice. Of course, they'll be nice to you, right? And then they just slip this thing in there. They slip this comment in there, and you're like, "Wait, what?" But do you think? It, do you think it's like a, it's a, a, a systemic racist thing, dude? Yeah, because well, they yes. believe in white superiority. Do you think that's oh, absolutely. why? Really? I'm, am I going to say 100 percent of them? Yeah, no, no. Do I think there are a lot of those people? Absolutely. Okay, so seeing it here, here, here. Let me ask you this: You're familiar with the Dukes of Hazard, right? Did you, oh, yeah. you watch the Dukes of Hazzard? Used to watch it all the time. Yeah, yeah. okay. It was, it, yeah, it's a show like it's a great show. Loved it. Right. <laughs> I never it's understood like, why the cop didn't just go to their house. There was a lot of problems with a lot of the storylines. Like every but, show, like why doesn't he just go to their house? He knows where they live. I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, well, well yeah, but it, it had everything, right? <laughs> Corrupt cops, buffoon cops. But anyways, they put the flag on the roof on of the, the car. car. Yeah, yeah. Do you think? And I'm not going to argue any way or the other because I have no idea. But do you think that the writers of that show were like, we need to put this symbol out there to continue to oppress black people as a form of white supremacy? Or it was like, this is just how it was in those days. And well, that, those days were what, 50 years ago. It wasn't that long, like 40 years ago. But like. Is, well, so my it, it'd be very easy to say, no, of course not. They couldn't possibly think that way. Right. I mean, you it's Hollywood, know. though, right? But you don't know. Well, I, I don't now, it, I know. It, I don't it, know. That's why it's, I'm not probably, it's probably safe to say, eh, it doesn't really matter what the writers were thinking. They're just saying, this will identify with a large portion of the population. So it's more important to understand okay. that, like, it doesn't, it doesn't, what the writers think doesn't matter. They're just like a couple of people. What matters is that they could make a show with the flag on top of a car and it would do so well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was a kid. We, it was on TV. I watched it. I, I didn't know, right? I didn't make those connections. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, I was like a cool car jumping over stuff, right? Like, but at the same time, your yeah. parents aren't like, you can't watch this. Well, well, and that I think we were all. It was just hmm, accepted. I, I, I mean, yeah. So, so that's part yeah. of it. So, uh, so part of that, I, I, yeah. So, hmm. I mean, my parent, my dad grew up and he went to school in Alabama. Huh. I think, if I'm remembering correctly, I forgot. What <laughs> but I, I, I mean, the I Dukes know he has went a trick place in Georgia, but okay, uh, but yes, uh, uh, huh? But I mean, the old Miss situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. The whole, the whole South thing. Yeah, man. Uh, and but so yeah. he would have been in it, around it, part of it, uh, something. Am I? You know, am I outright saying like one of my own family members is a racist? No, it's not exactly what I'm trying to say. Well, I, we, I, you know, I, I said this a couple of weeks ago when I was talking right. about my own parents, right? And, right. and then I went and visited them and I was sort of, in chill. but they, they, 
I mean, I, I really, really do not feel like my parents are prejudiced in this way. But again, and I don't think that they're overt. I don't think they're racist at all. But I don't. I think there's a lot of stuff in society, culture, whatever that is systemic. And that's the whole point of being yeah. systemic that we continue to propagate, right? Like this is something yeah. that propagated systemic racism that we all took part of that was on national TV in prime time that we right. all just were part of. And we all have fond memories of, right? So yeah. that's not the fault of my parents for like not telling me any better because everybody did. It was not that everybody did. It was okay, but it was just like, it was not wrong at that time. Right. And I think the answer is somewhat simple. The answer is because it's just, it's difficult to think too much. Like thinking more about something is hard. (laughs) Yeah. More thinking is more hard. So (laughs) it's easier just to not do it. I'm not kidding. So this, this whole, this whole podcast about the flag, history of the flag and Alabama and all this kind of stuff. It's like, there's a lot to break down here. And you're listening to going, that's unbelievable. That couldn't possibly have happened. Like this couldn't have happened, but it did. Yeah. And if they have a whole show on just this one incident of this one thing happening with this one person, there's got to be other incidents similar to it, worse, better, you know, multiplied by some number. I don't know. (laughs) We do a show about dads being dads, and all we do is talk about COVID and racism now. (laughs) Yeah. Did you go look at the comment? (laughs) How about that? How about no, that I did look at the comment. Oh, I meant to I, look know, I, don't, I don't know if we've been – the debate we had over the weekend is about the homeschooling and that sort of thing. Mm. It's kind of like, can we even do it well? And my answer to that was, I don't care. So, and the, the other parents couldn't handle that. They, one of the other parents couldn't handle it. They were freaking out. Like, oh, they're going to fall behind this and that. I'm like, you know, I just – I literally just do not care. It's just part of their life. Everyone's in a situation we need to look at. Sort of to what you're saying, I think we need to look at the people that are getting hurt the most and do what we can to help them. How do do we do that? I don't know. Yeah. But for me to complain about the situation my children are right now is absurd. They're having the time of their lives. Uh, Yeah, but – so this is interesting, right? In in church, what we say here in in New England – Education is God, right? So we have one of the things that we talk about is how education is the highest priority in this area of the country. And and it's true. And it makes sense. And it's not, well, I don't know if that's wrong or not, but I'm not going to judge them on the merits of it. Wait, are they saying it as a a, uh, pejorative? Uh, they're saying that like it's your false re- idol. It's replaced. It's sort of replaced the yes, like not yes. I mean, it's important, right? Education is important. We all want to be educated. We're none. We're all working very hard to keep our kids educated. But but and is is the implication is that the kid should be in church more and school less? No, <laughs> no. But the, the implication is that edu- they're ed- educate in this part of the country. Education has become the most important thing, and yes, it, it should has. not be yeah. the most important thing. So oh, okay, yeah, now so, that we're clear, yeah. yeah, it shouldn't be the most. Important it shouldn't be. Thing, has the mo- become yes, the most. Important. Yes, yeah. yes. It is more important to become educated than have a spiritual, religious background. But okay, <laughs> that that being said, I just say that because to kind of put into framework how important where we live it is, right? I mean, and all the way through secondary education with the top tier MIT, Harvard down the street, right? You know, so it's it's very important. Um, and 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 it's that's the culture here is education. So for people and people, you know, move from China and India to come here to get good educations for their children. It's that important, right? They move their mm-hmm. children halfway around the world to get educated. So um, 
uh, my wife's texting me while I'm, try- I'm trying to keep up with this. So uh, it, yeah. Um, but, but, but so I understand when people start to freak out, but I, I, I started to, you know, I'm sort of the same way. I'm starting to sort of feel the same way, but you are, but only because like, okay, so full time in, in my town acting, it's going to be two days a week. That's we're going to send right. right now. Our plan is to send our kids full time back to school, which is going to be either Monday, Monday, Wednesday, Monday, Thursday, or Tuesday, Friday. That's full time for a year. And I'm just like, like, if you're going to attend, take my kids to school for 12 hours a week, what the heck am I doing? I, I feel like to me, I'm starting to be like, I can drop a couple grand, buy some curriculums again, privilege. I get it. I can drop a couple grand, buy some curriculums and we can do some cool stuff. Like I could go spend a week here, a week there. Hey, you want to just take some vacation? We don't even have to do school this week. We'll do it next week. We can ski five days a week this week. Right. I would take it to the extreme though. And just say like, they could watch YouTube for the whole year and they're not going to be. So, so what happened this weekend during our discussions, no. right? My kids will freaking brain will go crazy. <laughs> yeah, their attitudes will be wrong, wrong, but yeah. that'd be bad. Don't yeah. do that. <laughs> so, so while I was getting sort of scolded by one parent who was panicking about their kids falling behind by you know, weeks and this kind of thing, I'm like, listen, and, and, and they're accusing me of being arrogant about it. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not being arrogant. I'm making no attempt to say that I'm right. I'm telling you outright, I have no idea what I'm doing. What I'm telling you is that I don't care. And I don't care because time is going to pass. We'll do better. We'll develop a vaccine. I am kind of counting on those things. And then eventually we'll get back to some semblance of normal. But Or we'll just come come around. You know, People will start wearing masks. Or enough people will get sick. Some one of those things is going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Either we'll finish killing everyone, everyone will wear masks, wear masks, or we'll get a vaccine or some combination of all those things, which is what's happening. Yeah. And I'm willing to wait it out. Like I'm willing just to be like, we'll just hang out. And and I, and what I said at one point was, listen, Montessori schools exist for a reason. Otherwise, they wouldn't be in business. And the other, what was funny was the other. F- family one of the other dads that was there started laughing <laughs> and i'm like what's fab he's like i went to a montessori school he's <laughs> like my sister and i my sister and i went to a montessori school my sister wait was it the guy that builds the house and did all that awesome stuff no oh guy. good thank you all right uh my sister well he's like my sister did awesome she loved it thrived right he's like i didn't learn to read till the fourth grade <laughs> oh Whoa. so he just he went to Montessori school and he just screwed around and they didn't realize that he wasn't doing anything. Oh, no. It was too late. But, <laughs> you know, now he has – now here's the thing. Now he has a PhD, uh, right? Yeah. So yeah. they took him out of the Montessori school. They put him in regular school. And whatever happened, happened. And that's just part of his life, right? Yeah. It's just it's just a thing that happened. And it's just part of how it goes. And all these things are just experiences. And are they – as long as they aren't like – I'm more worried about some of the, uh, you know, some of the mental health experiences. And if you talk to the kids about it, it's like they honestly don't know what's going on. They don't care. It doesn't affect them. In, except when we say no and we stop them from doing things and we wreck their situation somehow for fear and all this other stuff. But as long as we don't totally mess with their minds and stress them out, I think it's it's all good. Like if we can keep them stress-free and we can keep them busy, it's, it's kind of like they don't all need to go out to MIT. Right. And, and it's yeah. all just experience. Right. It could, yeah. it could, we got into this interesting discussion. I'm sorry to keep stealing it, but I talked with all the parents. I'm like, well, you, listen, you're a veterinarian. How did you get into this? Cause not you, 
one of the other moms is a veterinarian. You made a face at me. And she no, says, oh, well, I, she remembered the very specific time in her life when she decided to become a veterinarian and it had nothing to do with school. When she, she discovered, you know, she was exposed to this thing and this time and this place. And she said, from there on out, I was interested and I, and I focused on that, right? Every single person in their career had an example of that same sort of thing. I was doing this. I discovered this thing yeah. that changed my perspective and so on. And that was just like a series of opportunities. So what you're talking about makes sense. Let's just go do these activities. Go to museums, go skiing, go do this, run around, go on this vacation, expose some of these things. I mean, you spend six months in the Caribbean, they're all going to be marine biologists or something. Or they'll hate it. And they'll come back and be like, that was the worst trip ever, Dad. Like, never do that again. But they'll remember it. It's experience. And who cares, is my point. Like, I don't think if they miss a year, it's going to be the end of the world. I don't. Yeah, I totally agree with you. In fact, like, I think they, sorry, I think keeps beeping, but um, I have headphones on, so I'm just, re- just realized now that it was, but uh, pooping, yeah. that's what I'm sort of came around on when I looked at the plan and I was just like, this is not going to be a year of education, right? My son's going, right. my junior high eighth grader is going to school two days a week, basically, I'm like, we could do better. I could do better at that. Like, I thought that. Well, so that's yeah. where I'm like, I don't know. And what I worry about is what's going to be really, it's going to be the same kind of frustration that we had in the spring where they'll go to school two days a week and they're going to get a bunch of assignments sent home that are atrocious for you to manage. Yes. Yes. It's going to be if me. You have to already be in charge of managing their education. You might as well make the curriculum yourself as well. You might as well make it something that you're going to enjoy. Hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. Hmm. That's weird. It, yeah. I don't know. I'm like starting to think about all this stuff. <laughs> My perspective's changing. <laughs> and it's it, the the argument was sort of like, well, you know, how can you think you're a better teacher? And it's I I don't think I'm a better teacher. I just don't think it matters all that much at this. Nah. You know, for them to miss some amount of time, for them to miss a year. I yeah. just don't think it matters all that much. No, no, I agree. I agree. And although the social thing, I think, matters. I think there is some, like, my daughter is, like, not wanting, like, we went to the pool this week. And she was like, oh, I don't want to go. Like, her friends were there. And she just was, like, eh, whining. That's like, entertain me. I don't want to do this. I'm like, go hang out with your friends. And she wouldn't do it. And I think, like, so some of that, that's starting to bother me because some of those, like, close connections are, like, fragmenting or whatever you know she's just not this is my kid who never gave like would go and talk to anybody would to a concerning <laughs> degree she was like outgoing and now she like won't talk to people that she knows and uh i don't know that part makes me weird um so uh, I don't know. do you have any idea why well i think that i think that some of those habits or some of those that confidence that she can go talk to, oh okay it's gone because it's 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 uh I don't know. She's not doing it anymore, right? It's not. It's not. It's not there anymore. So it's. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. The the familiarity, the regularity of her just like interacting with people and and not. It, it's concerning to me. That part's concerning to me. So I I got to figure out how to do it. Like then then like, so there's four kids there and three left, and then she started talking to the other one, and then the other one came back, and so there was like then it turned out fine, but and then it was like time to go. I don't want to go. Why do we have to leave? It's one of those. So, but. <laughs> Uh, nah. 
I don't know. But it's, uh, it's just not all that easy. Everything is not all black and white. It's not just, no. oh, we take them out of school. It's easy. We can go have some fun. I'm like, how cool would it be to be go snowboarding in Argentina or something, though, right? In the middle of like the summer or whatever. Just like make that kind of stuff happen. Just be, would be cool. I know. I mean, this is this is the rich dude. Now you're starting to get a glimpse of the good life. Like this is <laughs> imagine a you know rich dynasty family, right? They really do not have to be concerned about this stuff at all. No. Yeah. Education. Who cares? I was sitting. Take the uh, take the tutors with us. Yeah, I was sitting. I was sitting at my desk. I was reading some of the notes, some of the questions from the other parents, and I was just like, you know what? I'm ready. I'm like, I'm just gonna pull them all out for a year. We're gonna do. We'll get some. We'll buy some curriculums. We'll we'll do everything. And uh, just like we'll we'll make this no problem. We can we can do this. My wife and I'll like I'll get on board. I'll figure it out. Like I'll spend a couple hours either at the end yeah. of the day or the beginning of the day, and we'll get these guys, and then we'll figure out some awesome stuff to do, right? And then I go to dinner, and my daughter was like, oh, "I hate Khan Academy. I never learn anything from that. It's just the worst. I can't do math." I'm like, <laughs> "All right, I'm done." Like I, within thirty <laughs> seconds, I was like, "I'm done. I can't. We're not. It's not going to work. It's not going to happen." <laughs> Oh, the attitude just the and it was like bah. anyways. My son finally finished his uh, sixth grade con again, I think I told you that. Yeah. <laughs> we found out my daughter was doing a year behind just for fun. Yeah. She's yeah. like Well obviously well, I never finished it. We're like, a little better at checking up on there. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it wasn't Khan Academy. It was something else. Some of the other things that she was supposed to be doing. And it was yeah. like, why are you doing fourth grade? You're going into sixth grade. Well, uh, just, it's easier. Well, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, we're a little over. But I, my tact on this so far, at least in the summertime before school, has been to be very lenient with that sort of thing. I ask them to read. They read. I don't care what they read. And then I pick some things from time to time to have them kind of to see if it piques their interest. I've been trying to get them to do more 3D printing projects and stuff, and they're just not that interested. But I'm just going to keep picking at it until we find something, maybe that triggers something. Uh, and it may never happen. So it's just going to kind of keep rotating through, you know, let's make sure you're doing the right math subjects, doing your music. They do their music practice now, and some, they both of them just sit down and they start, like, making up stuff on the piano. And it try, kind of drives me bonkers because I want to be like – could you play a song, you know, but they're making up stuff and it's kind of cool and it sounds good. They're sort of playing things that work together. And so I'm like, whatever, you know, maybe that's, maybe that's helping them. They're, they're playing. Yeah. I mean, don't we always say like kids playing they learn the most? I, I, I don't know. Creative, creative outlets. It's so hard to get to happen. Yeah. I, that's the, that's the worst impact for me for technology. It just like saps all their creative outlets. Um, my my son now he he so we went, he he uh, real quick I'll be quick with this and then you can tell your story. Yeah. He he went to um, he went up to Maine with his buddy. Um, and they're they're staying in uh, Idaho, Maine, which is a little island off the coast, pretty far up. It's like five six hours from here, and they have to take a ferry there. There's no no motor coaches on the island, or they didn't bring their motor coach on the island, as it were. I don't know. Um, <sighs> The, the the mother was like, so we're not going to let well, – they can use technology in the car if they want to bring you know a tablet or something to read books. But once we get it there, we're not going to – we're going to take them all away. I'm like, that's great. And she was like, you're not worried about – you're okay with that? I'm like, great. She's like, you think they're going to be fine? Or I'm like, yes, they're going to be great. And so she texted us like two days uh, – the, the second day they were there. It's just him and his buddy on the island in Maine, on the ocean, 
Like they can mm-hmm. take a sailboat out to an island. There's a paddle boat. They can ride. They got, he brought his bike up there. Like it's amazing. I'd love to do that for 10 days or eight days yeah. or whatever it is. Right. Just do nothing and no technology or anything. And she's like, yeah, I think they're fine. And I was like, yeah, they're like, and they're doing all this creative play. I'm like, yeah, no kidding. It's great. So mm-hmm. I'm so psyched. So there's that. an idea right there all by itself. Like make that your, make those education things happen. Should we like Take them? Oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> Move to the Amish country for a little while. No, like live in a lighthouse. You know, those people that live in a lighthouse, <laughs> <laughs> you know, those people that have to run a lighthouse, we can sign up for that for a year. I think they're automated now. But no, yeah. but some of them are like, some of those old school ones, like they have people that you, ha- you have to like sign up for like a year to live in it and, and run it. Make sure they, everything's clean and all that. It's funny. <laughs> GPS, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, you were going to tell a story and I spoke over you. No, I don't even remember it now. All right. Well, uh, that's it then, I guess, right? That's good. Yeah. I think we have some ideas to, to, to spitball for next so, week. Hey, so I'm, we should turn next week into just a curriculum building. Should, could just be, should we just do the school? Should you join our school? Me and you? Yeah, but you're in a different town. I don't know how that works. We're a different town, different grades too. Well, everybody, the, the grade thing is sort of fuzzy too. Like, Eh. Yeah, that's true because I do have my son and my daughter doing like the same stuff yeah. together because I'm lazy. That's just it's just yet yeah, one of these another one of these arbitrary things that we've created. But here's the thing: is the school going to allow it? So if they open the schools, you have to no. The homeschooling's a thing. There's a lot of people that I know. Oh, that do homeschooling, homeschooling is yeah. a thing, but you still got to go back and like take tests every once in a while. Eh, no big deal. But you know, <laughs> so, the problem was like some of the yeah. I'm not even gonna, I'm not even bringing it up. This is some of the questions were crazy. Like, is it gender biased be, by, by having it split alphabetically? Like, because there's, oh, more, yeah. Is it racist to have it split alphabetically because more of some population? Yeah. It's not true. <laughs> you may have more zoos and, and whatever and Wongs or whatever. You also have Ch- Changs and Chens and Ch- like, it's not, it's a, it's sort of a crazy thing. Like, we're going to split it in the it's middle. It's possible that that would happen. And you'd have to like randomize it and then just say it's random. Well, we didn't fine. Yeah, the A's, Z's, B's, J's, and K's. I mean, this I, is just the way schools have always split things. It's easy to do it out there. Yeah, Voting like, is done alphabetically. They, you know, at some point, <laughs> order your street, all this kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. Well, at some point, you got to be like, they're not doing this to like. <laughs> yeah. Random it, would clear that up, though. We totally uh, put this into a machine and it spit out the lists, and there you go. It turns out all the boys are in one day. <laughs> well, that that was a thing. That's another thing that came up. <laughs> But I don't understand that. That's like more boys have last names that start after L than girls. And so it's gender biased. I That doesn't even make sense. No, it doesn't make sense. Thank you. <laughs> and I, you know. Uh, you don't set the boy's last name based on whether or not he's a boy. And I only use um, Chinese last names because we have a 40 something percent population of Chinese in my town. So I wasn't trying to be uh, yeah, because you're a racist. biased about Chinese towards <laughs> Chinese people. But that's what I, that's my reality. So, um, cue the music. Thank you for listening to our show. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at dads at dadsbeingdads.com. We're on Facebook too, forward slash dadsbeingdadspodcast. All four words, all jammed together. Or search dadsbeingdadspodcast. You can find us. Throw us a like and some comments. And of course, iTunes. Send us a review and some sweet, sweet stars. Twitter too, but uh, we'll have to get back on that. But you can find us.